At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare getting ready to take on spring make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools from hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more. Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Welcome into the Nuts Season 1, Episode 134, Chad Ford's Big Board. That's right, in 45 minutes, Amal, we have Chad Ford joining us. What a get the day before the draft. Now, he's got to be super busy this week. He wanted to come on the Nuts. Amazing. Yeah, yeah look, looking forward to it. Options might be a little bit limited right now than if you're coming on at that time for us. But anyway, in all seriousness, tremendous guy, great background, has real uh, interesting background as well, not just in terms of the sports world couple of uh, news stories from around the NFL. Before we get into the fact that DraftKings announced their odds to make or miss the college football playoffs, I want to pick your brain on that. But Lamar Jackson tested positive for COVID, according to Jim Harbaugh. Does this impact the Ravens, especially John? early in the season? Yeah, John Harbaugh. Oh, John Harbaugh. Jim. No, Jim Harbaugh. We already said Jim Harbaugh. They're going to win eight. He's still going to keep it. Eh, we don't know. Over or out of all. John Harbaugh, Lamar Jackson's positive. Are you concerned? You like him to win the division? Does this affect it? Maybe he misses the preseason. Is he not sharp? I'm not concerned at all. Well, I mean, how how sharp do you have to be to run? The regular season usually not the issue for Lamar. No, Jackson. it really is. Right, moving moving on. We got a lot to cover in the A block. <laughs> the Texans and former Packers wide receiver uh, are trading former Packers wide receiver Randall Cobb back to Wisconsin to play for the Packers. Is this significant for them, or is this just go to appease Aaron Rodgers? Uh, I think it's a combination of everything. I think it benefits Rodgers immensely. you get got a slot receiver that you're comfortable with, worked with for a long time. I know they're good friends off the uh, field, so 
This is an opportunity to bring in a guy that will only enhance the offensive possibilities for this team with Devontae Adams. I think this team's going to be extremely dangerous, Mike. You know, with the Cam Akers injury, even though I'm not as big on him as a running back as maybe some other people are, I think he was a guy when he went to Florida State, didn't necessarily uh, exceed expectations or match them. Uh, it's going to be a little bit of a blow, but you talked about it earlier. The Packers probably have the easiest route to get home field advantage in the NFC. This could be a great opportunity. And with Tampa, how long can they continue to go without getting injuries like everyone else? On the, on a scale of 1 to 10, how far does this go to solidify, in your opinion, that Aaron Rodgers will be with the Packers this year? Or was it already at a 10? It was at a 15. Listen, I don't know too many people. Unless your name is Bezos or Gates, you're not walking away from $25, $30 million, whatever his uh, pay is this year. Our tremendous parent company, DraftKings, has come out with the odds to make or miss the college football playoffs. Wanted to go through um, about eight of the choices. Let's start off with Clemson. Huge game against Georgia on September 4th in North Carolina. Their odds to make the playoffs minus 750, to miss the playoffs plus 450. We heard Brett McMurphy say earlier this week that he thought if they lost that game, the ACC might not be strong enough if they ran the board to get back into the playoffs. You know, I thought you asked him an excellent question. I thought he gave a great answer. When you look at the ACC outside of North Carolina, I know people want to talk about Miami, but the showing in the first week against Atlanta and the Mercedes-Benz Dome is going to be very important for how the ACC is perceived if Clemson loses. Because, Mike, if Clemson were to lose, Miami gets blown out, I don't think they're going to be able to overcome that if you wind up with either two teams from the SEC, an undefeated team from uh, the Pac-12 or the Big 12, and then, of course, the Big Ten. I think it could be very difficult for the ACC if Clemson drops this game. Clemson's a four-point favorite, the line right now in that game against Georgia, the opening game. You like Georgia. You're high on Georgia to win the SEC, obviously, and make the playoff. If you think Georgia can win this game outright against Clemson, is the better play to take Clemson plus 450 to miss the playoff? Uh, no, because it's not a slam dunk, because you, now you're relying on other teams and what happens. If Oklahoma drops a game, if the Pac-12 winds up with a team with two losses, if, say, for example, Bama or Georgia get tripped up. If Georgia beats them, Georgia's really in the in the driver's seat. But let's say Alabama doesn't have the year that everyone anticipates them having. You know, it's easy for most people here. I see in sports media, they're so lazy, they just pick Alabama every year. But last time I checked, they're not on a 10 out of 12-year run like UCLA was. So when you when Alabama wins seven straight national titles, let me know. It's not that simplistic. Let's see what they do. Bryce Young is an all-world talent. But you got to go prove it at the collegiate level. It's one thing to do it in the Elite 11 camps and to do it in high school football modern day. But when you get out there and you play in the SEC, it's a different ballgame. Since we've had this four-team playoff format, Clemson and Alabama have both made it six out of seven years. Well, they also get the benefit of not having to win their conference. And also, Clemson plays against nine high school teams. Georgia. Let's, let's go to Georgia now because that's the other team we talk about in that opening game. Georgia minus 235 to make the playoff, plus 180 to miss it, 6-1 to one to win the national title. Yeah, I, I think uh, what it, the plus price on the make it was what? The, the minus price on the make it for Georgia. Yeah, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, it flipped. Plus 180 on the make, uh, minus 235 on the miss. Well, here's the thing I would look at right now before making this bet. What are their odds to win the SEC? I think the odds to win the SEC are probably greater, and I would take Georgia to win the SEC before taking the plus 180. You know, I just want to point this out real quick. Take a look at different bets because that are similar. You can get better value. This is the Nuts. I'm Mike Palm. He's a mall shot. Chad Ford. Joins the program in 40 minutes. We're going to dive deep on the NBA draft tomorrow night. All right, we're discussing odds to make or miss the college football players posted by DraftKings yesterday. Alabama to make it. Minus 370 to miss it. Plus 260. They are the favorites to win the national championship at plus 250. Well, I, well here's a simple bet. Alabama to win the national championship plus 250. Take them uh, plus 260 to make the playoff. You got an opportunity to hedge on both sides. Uh, Oklahoma. Playing in the Big 12 for maybe the last year. They're favored to make the playoff at minus 210 
You can get plus 165 that they're going to miss the playoff. They're plus 750 to win the national title. Um, I would look at Oklahoma to make the playoff. They're going to have to play Iowa State twice. I think that's going to be your Big 12 championship game, Iowa State and Oklahoma. But I think the Sooners find a way through. They're just more talented. But I think Iowa State's an incredibly competitive team. They win the first game, lose the second game, mm-hmm. or win the or lose the first game, win the second game. Does it matter what order for them to make the playoff? It does. It? Yes. If they lose the second game, it hurts more. And remember, that first game is going to be in Norman mm-hmm. this year. So you, it doesn't give you as much credit for winning that game as it would if you're in a situation where you're on the road. Here's my favorite bet here. Ohio State, minus $2 to make the playoff, plus 160 to miss, plus 550 to be national champions. I love to lay the $2 here that they're going to make the playoff. I, I tend to agree with you. What's their price to win the Big Ten? Uh, but Jacob can look that up. Ohio State price to win the Big Ten. Um, who's the resistance there? They're going to own. A, they're, they're going to be close to a two-touchdown favorite over Oregon at home, right, in the horseshoe. And then who's the resistance in the Big Ten here? I, I don't see it. I don't either. And they'll also get the benefit of the doubt like Clemson and Alabama seem to do. Um, to me, they're, they're going to make it. I just want to see what the price is to win the Big Ten. If, it's, if the number is lower than this, then you take this one. If not, you take the other side. Of these teams we discussed, Clemson, Alabama, Oklahoma, Georgia, Ohio State, who do you most like on a bet to make, regardless of price, yeah. who do you think is most likely to make the college football playoff? Ohio State. I do as well. And, because, and, they're, the, and they're the cheapest price of the five, minus yeah, $2. Because Clemson, it depends on how you see the Georgia game. Mm-hmm. If you like me and you believe Georgia's going to win, then Clemson's got a real uphill battle. Uh, if not, then it's going to be Clemson. It's, it's, it's Ohio State yeah. 1, Clemson 2. And, and Same so, price to win the Big Ten yeah, as to make the playoffs. Minus $2. You're better off taking them to win the Big Ten because I think it would be more difficult with their schedule. They'd have, I mean, how do you see a scenario where they don't get into the playoffs? Where, I mean, if they win the Big Ten, they're going to be in the playoffs. But I, I still think it'll be tough for them to make the playoffs if they don't win the Big Ten. I'm all on Friday. We had just a terrific guest from the SEC Network, yeah. Tom Hart. He gave us Texas A&M to win the national title. He thinks it's all in or bust here for Jimbo and College Station this year. They are plus 475 to make the playoffs, minus $8 to miss it. You can get 35 to 1 on them to win the title. The problem is this. Even if they beat Alabama in College Station, if they lose to Georgia, can they get in with one loss with Ohio State, Oklahoma, and Clemson sitting there? Because... Now you're going to, here's the problem for Texas A&M. Take a look at this very quickly. Clemson wins the ACC, but they have a loss to Georgia on a neutral site. And A&M loses on a neutral site to Georgia. I think Clemson gets in based on pedigree and history over Texas A&M, if that's the scenario. I would, I would lean to make the play on yes in the plus 475, but I think they're going to be much more challenged before I take the no at minus eight. They have to beat Alabama because they have to win their side of the division. There's no question. What do you think the price is going to be in that game at College Station? I think probably A&M is probably about a 10-point 10, 10 dog. And on the money line plus? Plus about, uh, what, $3, So you're only getting plus 475 yeah, here, and there's your, still a scenario they don't make, make it if play, they beat yeah. Alabama. That's a good logic, Kamal. You're high on Matt Campbell. You're high on Iowa State yep. here. They are plus $5 to make the playoffs. Same no price as Texas A&M, minus $8. A little cheaper to win the title at 30-1. to 1. Yeah, I mean, listen, I think this team's got a great shot. I want to go back to A&M very quickly, okay. Mike. 12-1 to to win the SEC. If you think they're going to beat Bama, then I think you take them to win the SEC, and then you've got a great opportunity to hedge off against Georgia. Um, In reference to Iowa State, they play three games this year. I think their season win total is still sitting at nine. I love this over bet. They get Iowa at home in week two uh, in Ames, and then, of course, they've got to play uh, Texas at home, and then they play Oklahoma in Norman. This team's got a chance to be 11-1 or even 12-0 in the regular season. I know nobody's talking about them. I don't think they're good enough to be able to beat the upper, upper echelon teams, 
But there's something with conference familiarity that allows teams like Iowa State to compete for their last four games against Oklahoma. Only one has been double digits, and that was a 10-point win by the Sooners. The other three have been by uh, nine points or less. Final team here, Notre Dame. Plus $7 to make the playoffs, minus $14 against it, 50-1 to to win the national title. Yeah, I don't think Notre Dame's going to make it simply because when you look at the rest of the teams around college football, they have a, a better opportunity to get in. You know, Notre Dame, it, it amazes me that college football continues to appease them and say, hey, you don't have to join a conference. Because the reality of it is Notre Dame, outside of last year and maybe the last few years, has not been relevant in two, three decades. Uh, I think the Irish are going to have an uphill battle. They get the Trojans. I think that game is in South Bend. Uh, but we'll we'll see what they're able to do with the rest of the schedule. Notre Dame should have a good year, probably 10-2. and two but I don't know if they're going to be able to make the college football playoff. They open the year uh, a mall at Florida State, and we know, we've know we seen that line. That's five and a half. They then host Toledo and Purdue. They have to go to Camp Randall. Uh, oh, wow. Uh, they have to go to Camp Randall on September 25th. That's a 9 a.m. Wow. game on Fox. That's disappointing. That should be a night game. How, yeah. how can you have Notre Dame in Camp Randall not be a night game? They host Cincinnati at Virginia Tech. They host Notre Dame. Uh, they host USC, excuse me. They host North Carolina. They host Navy. They go to Virginia. They host Georgia Tech. They go to Stanford. Well, they got a very manageable schedule. They do. That they, Wisconsin they, game is really the circle game. That, that's the Wisconsin game and the USC yeah. game. Yeah, well, okay, with the USC. Uh, I, I, I'm is not as Yogi is. Okay. I'm not as high. I, let me ask you this. Is that what they teach you at freshman orientation at, U, at Notre Dame? The hate on the Trojans? No, they don't teach us that. But we love John McKay. I'm um, sure you do. But the, the thing with no Clemson on the schedule here, they can't yeah. afford a loss. They've got to run. That's the, true. That's they've the got problem. to run the table. Yeah. I think if they run the table, they're favored to get in. Yeah. Here's the problem in college football, though. You've got to mm-hmm. stop giving Alabama, Clemson, and Ohio State the benefit of the doubt. I, I can't stand that. You know, I, I just said on a show recently, as much as I was happy that the Buckeyes won the 2014 national title, I didn't think they belonged to the college football playoff. TCU wins by 58 or 59 that weekend, and Ohio State wins 59 nothing, whatever it was, and you. Drop them in the in the standings or in the rankings, however you want to uh, classify it. That, that's just ridiculous to me. Amal, let's transition from college football to the NFL and play one of our favorite games, Eight Burning Questions. Let's start out where we always do with question one, Aaron Rodgers. Will Aaron Rodgers be able to put up MVP numbers this season? Currently 10-1 to 1 to win the MVP. Total touchdowns over under 35.5 and, and passing yards over under 45.50 and a half. I'm all. Well, what does it mean uh, put up MVP numbers this season? I mean, technically, you could throw three touchdowns and be MVP. I don't know. But to me, I, I think he'll have a great year. You get Randall Cobb back in the mix. Devontae Adams is confident. He's the best receiver right now going in the NFL, arguably. Uh, so I'm not going to discount Aaron Rodgers. I think he has a big year. The Packers are going to be in. He's got something to prove. You know, he, he's done a lot of talking this offseason, or re, rather lack thereof. Now you got to prove it because you had an opportunity. You had home field advantage in the NFC Championship game. That's what you want, 13-3 and three regular season, and they no-show. And you could sit there and blame Matt LaFleur for the fact that, you know, they, didn't, uh, they, they threw the ball on second and 17 or 18 before the half. They uh, kicked the field goal down by eight. So lots of arguments can be made against the coaching staff and the organization, but I, I still think Rodgers got a lot to prove. Does 10 to 1 interest you for MVP? Uh, it's actually not a bad number on a player of his caliber because you're going to have him, Mahomes. Brady's not going to be in the mix. Um, How about yeah. Russell Wilson? He will, but Russell right. Wilson's in the mix every year at some point no, in the season. No, no, no. He's not really. You know why? Because none of these people seem to vote for him. Everyone knows how great Russell Wilson is, except the people that do the voting. Question two Who will win more games in division, 
in the NFC West, the 49ers or the Rams? 49ers and Rams win total within the division is both 3.5. Over 3.5 for the 49ers, plus 170, under favored at minus 225. Over 3.5 for the Rams, just plus 105, under minus 135. The odds makers lean Rams here if this was a prop bet. Yeah, are you asking me this question even though I have the Rams to win the NFC because I'm like everyone else at Visa when the line moves from plus 1 to minus 1, I go crazy? Come on, give me a break. It's, of course it's the Rams. I'm not picking a team to win the NFC, but to have a worse record in division than the 49ers. Okay, let me ask you then, do you like plus 105 that they'll go 4-2 and two or better in Absolutely. the Absolutely. You get the Cardinals twice. You get Seattle at home, of course, obviously, and the 49ers. They got a chance to be 5-1. and one. If things break properly, they could be 6-0 and oh in the division. And worst case scenario, 4-2. and two. I think they'll be able to take care of the Cardinals twice. What's the hardest road game, at Seattle or at, at San Francisco? Seattle. Seattle. That, that crowd up there is going to be raucous. How will the AFC West division finish? And we take a look at the odds here. Chiefs are favored to win at minus 250. Plus $3 to finish second, $7 to finish third. The Broncos and Raiders are both plus 450 to win it. They're both plus 175 to finish second and to finish third and 400 to finish fourth. So the Broncos and, 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 excuse me, the Broncos and Chargers are graded equally here in the betting markets for second and third. The Raiders pick to finish fourth. They're 18 to 1 to win the division. Plus 550 to finish second, plus 250 to finish third, minus 180 to finish fourth. Give me the exact order in this division. Chief, I think it's Chief, the same as me. Chiefs, Chargers, yes. Broncos, Raiders. Yes. Or I'm sorry, Chiefs. I'm going Chiefs, no, Chargers, yeah. Chiefs, Chargers, Raiders, Broncos. Wow. Yeah. So Raiders. there's the difference. Yeah, you, think the, you think the Raiders will be better than the Broncos. Yeah. And listen, you can run this back tape back at me later on in six months if I'm wrong. Who are these idiots that think the Broncos are equivalent to the Chargers? No, seriously, I want this question answered. You got to be an absolute moron when a team has no quarterback and you think you got a future superstar, future All Pro in Justin Herbert, and you've got a team with superstars as long as they don't get injured. The Broncos? Come on, Vic Fangio is he even going to survive the season? The question should be: What week does Vic Fangio get fired? Isn't baked into this number the fact that Rodgers might have been going to, to Denver? It has to be baked. They shot the chef. Get the hell out of here with this nonsense. What are you kidding me? The Broncos suck. I don't understand. Are we trying to appease people because you guys opened up a sports book in Colorado? This is awful. Question number four. <laughs> Will any team go 17-0? No, next. Or 20-0? Well, it's harder. To, it was, listen, it was hard enough at 16-0. You think it's easier by adding an extra game? 35-1 to if you think they can go 20-0. No. Can a team go 0-17? No, by the way, are there anybody? Is there people still living from the 72 Dolphins? Yeah, I think so. Oh, that's unfortunate. I, I think they are. They still, there's like six of them that have the champagne bottle. Uh, who? This is an interesting question. Of the first one of the group. Who will the Jaguars' first win be against? Houston Texans. Minus 150. There it is. What's the, what's the line on the game? Three? I thought it was two and a half. Jacob uh, can look that up for well, us. Well, because the reason why I say that is take the, the money price. line in that same, game. It's, same, it's cheaper than this one. Same price. This is what I'm saying, though. you got to look around at these prices. It's amazing that they think people won't actually look at the other lines. You can bet your boy Urban goes 0-17 at 100-1. to 1, that there No, will that's be not no high win. enough odds. There will be no wins. Wait a minute. Just think about this real quickly. Every team in the NFL, you have 32 teams, right? So 32 seasons. We've had two teams in the history of the league going back all the way to the start. Winless. Yeah, winless. Come and on. none of them 17 games. It should be a million to one. Will there be a first-time Super Bowl winner this year? In other words, a team that has never won the Super Bowl before. No. Minus 450. The yes is plus 320. If you take the yes, here's who you get in the field. Cleveland Browns, Tennessee Titans. Titans, Chargers, Eagles, Vikings, Jaguars, Texans, Lions, Browns, Bengals, Panthers, Bills, Bills, Falcons, Cardinals. Oh, you know what? I forgot about Buffalo. Yeah. Yeah, Buffalo. That's actually not a bad one. Um, plus 320. Buffalo... 
Cleveland and Tennessee are probably three teams you're looking at. I, I would scratch off the Vikings, uh, a couple other teams you mentioned. Chargers? Look, if they get steam and they start going forward early on, and if Staley's as good of a defensive coordinator as he showed last year as a defensive coach, then this team's got a chance. But they've got to stay healthy. The big question mark with the, uh, Joey Bosa has always been health. Great player for about 10 to 11 games. Question number seven. Will Tom Brady break the all-time passing yards record against the Patriots? The no is minus $2. The yes is plus $150. Uh, will Tom Brady pass the all-time record against the Patriots? Uh, no. I mean, you got, you got to look at it and project it out, but I haven't looked at the schedule. I didn't realize we're going to be very specific against this. Dude, where do... Where do, where do these guys get these questions from? And number eight. Is this from around the horn? This is not from around do, the do horn. Do you think they'll play basketball in 2022 in the NBA? I do. <laughs> Go ahead. Question eight. Who will have the most wins this season? The Chiefs are plus 450. The Buccaneers plus $6. The Bills are plus 750. Ravens 10 to 1. 49ers 12 to 1, Rams 12 to 1, Browns 14 to 1, Packers 20, 20 to 1. To 1. Packers, I knew you, I, Packer, listen, here's what I would do here. I would make probably three bets here Packers, Chiefs, uh, and potentially Buccaneers or Bills. You can even throw the fourth one on there if you want. I, I, I like You could I bet like four of them and still come up come with a profit, profit yeah, right? Exactly, the top yeah. three plus because the Packers. Yeah, exactly. And if any one of those, what about the Rams? I don't think the Rams can have the top no, record, top division. division. Exactly. Chiefs, Buccaneers, Bills, and Packers. Four fifty, six dollars, seven fifty, and twenty to one. And if the Chiefs win, you're still going to make a profit. If the other three teams win, you're going to make a huge profit. I think the Bills are interesting at plus seven fifty as well. I think the Packers at twenty to one are a gift. Well, I, again, I think Rodgers. There's still some uncertainty in these. What do you? What is there uncertainty about? Whether he'll be playing there. Well, that's uh, you, the you know, I'm going to tell you right me. now. That's you the ask question. No, you, you ask, ask me, me something. You, you, you didn't ask me why. Dumb, you you asked me what? No, I, that's what I'm saying. What is the uncertainty about? I mean, I. I I don't know. This is like, to me, the same thing as the Denver Broncos finishing second in the AFC West. I find it highly offensive. This is like the Sid Finch story. The Keacock and Sid Finch story. George Clifton wrote an article in SI. Look it up if you're not familiar with what Mike is talking about. Yeah, they concocted the story about this prospect. It was all a a ruse, but everybody bought into it. Friday night, everyone was buying into it, or at least we were. Well, I guess, you know, everyone (laughs) bought into the WNBA All-Star game going over 250, including some people here at VEASAN. At, at, at least we were buying into it. I think I think these were some very interesting questions, with the exception of about five of them. <laughs> but so I'd, I'd like to thank I'd like to thank Jacob Roach here. Uh, did we get the line on that game week one Texans and Jaguars, Jacob? No, we will. What, what what's is the, it? Is what's it the number itself? Two or no? It, 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 yeah, yeah. I, okay. We, he's te- he's checking. He's checking. <laughs> Go ahead. Two, <laughs> two and a half. So probably about minus one forty. Yeah. So you, you, I mean, might be a little bit higher. It's on the, I mean, one, one fifty. I'm seeing right now. They're at home. Oh, they, this is this is no, the no, no. The Texans are at home. home. Texans yeah, are home. They're okay. favorite on the road in Urban Meyer's first game with the rookie quarterback. Yeah, I, I, you know, listen. It doesn't appear Deshaun Watson's going to be able to go. So I think it's a situation where you take the Jaguars. Yeah. Interesting card in baseball today, Amal. There's a lot of games, a lot of good division matchups today. The wild card race in the American League. Interesting. Seattle tried to come back last night, couldn't quite get there. They finally lost to the Astros. But the A's blow the lead up three to nothing on Paddock, so they continue to be one game behind. Uh, Cubs Reds a good series, almost an elimination series in the Major League Baseball. A doubleheader today, Blue Jays uh, and Red Sox. We'll look at some of those games and more up next on the Nut.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. we got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah, like check out these hair plugs. I mean, don't just walk around, hey, tapping, hey, hey stranger, I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? try to act like they, uh, you know what I mean. Yeah. But I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot? Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but. All right. So what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. The VSIN football betting guides are coming soon, and there is no one be- no better way to prepare for college and pro football seasons. Our experts, except them all, provide profiles of every team with advanced stats and power ratings. I'm actually betting, that's why I'm busy. Plus, best bets on season win totals, division finishes, and player awards. Each guide is only $20. That's right, 20 bucks. And discounts are available when you buy both. Now is the time to reserve your copy or sign up for VSIN All Access and get everything we offer for the entire football season. Sign up now. VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Let's get to the Major League Baseball slate. I'm all, I want to start in Seattle. Terrific series. They've split the first two games. Astros and Mariners. Jake Odorizzi takes the mound against Yusei Kikuchi. I say Tomato. Slight road favorite for Odorizzi here, minus 115. A total of 8.5. Kikuchi's been bad. He had that hot start yeah. with like six out of seven good starts. 
Amala's last three starts, ERA of 844. And Odorizzi, talk about five and dive. He's more four and dive lately. Only gone past five innings in four of his 13 starts. Yeah, I didn't play this game, and I was looking at the over eight and a half. Day game in Seattle. Uh, should be an open-air game tonight. Both these teams flourishing offensively. M's last night had an opportunity. They're down four. They get two, and then they had an opportunity with runners on first and second. Couldn't capitalize. Uh, Mike, I don't have, really have a strong opinion on the side here, but I think you have to look towards the over eight and a half just based on the way both teams offensively have performed in this series thus far. I agree with you. I'm not big on Odorizzi here. I'd look at Kikuchi, but he hasn't had any good form lately. Yeah, it, so I, I'm either taking the home dog here or I agree with you on the over. Uh, and, and the Mariners score a lot of runs late in these games. They, yeah, they, they really seem do. to be good in the, in the later innings. All right, next game. Let's go down the coast to San Diego last night. The Padres rallied from a 3 nothing deficit. I had them first five up 3 nothing in the second inning. The A's, that is, and couldn't cash that ticket. Uh, Sean Manaya goes today for the A's against Blake Snell. Snell's road home split is incredible. He's been awful on the road, but 3-0 and at home with a 148 ERA. Manaya 3-4 with a 2.94 ERA in road starts. Both these pitchers pitch good in this spot. Manaya on the road, Snell at home. We're looking at a 130 favorite home favorite here on the Padres. Your total of eight, I know, tend to score more runs in the daytime. Yeah, absolutely right. You don't have that Petco. marine layer mm-hmm. air effect, whether in uh, Los Angeles or down in San Diego here. I'm not going to touch this game. I think it's going to be a fantastic game to watch. I think uh, I want to see. I like Sean Manaya. I'm probably a bigger Sean Manaya fan than most people. I think he's very effective, doesn't get a lot of credit for what he's able to do. But this A's team offensively, Mike, they just have problems. That's the reality of it. They're just not consistent offensively. Scored three runs yesterday. That's all they could do. Uh, Manny Machado with a big homer last night for this uh, team as they rallied for five runs in the fifth, uh, fifth inning. I would look towards the Padres because, remember, now you have no DH in the lineup. That's a little bit of an advantage here. So, for me, I would look slightly towards the pods. But uh, based on Snell's home numbers, I think that's probably the move here. I lean under first five here, but it's hard to bet these anymore in today's game of baseball. Yeah, exactly. But you give an eye who's not used to batting, right? And Snell, mm-hmm. Snell's not that good of a hitter. But Snell has pitched well at home. He actually pitched decently in Miami this weekend um, for, the, for the Padres. You know, we were in an operations meeting before I came here. And Derek was talking about how there's a player in baseball now that's messing up the Wi-Fi everywhere he goes. And it's Tatis because everybody's pulling out their phone when he comes to bat. He said he hasn't seen this since Barry Bonds. You brought this up on My Guys in the Desert on Monday. I, when I was watching the Marlins game, it, it was it, you know I love the Barry Bonds example or analogy because mm-hmm. when Bonds would come to the plate in the mid-'90s, you, you would see, especially the latter part of the decade, you'd see everybody just kind of, come back from the concession stand to watch him hit. It's the same thing with Tatis Jr. in Miami. You saw him. Everybody stands up like it was the ninth inning with two outs and a full count and getting ready for the strikeout. I mean, he is absolutely a showstopper. Everybody loves watching him play. Reds-Cubs, they've split the first two games of that series as well. Reds had the lead uh, on Monday, and the Cubs came back and won that game in the bottom of the ninth. The Reds prevailed last night. Uh, Tyler Molly against Zach Davies today. Molly 5-1 and one on the road with a 2-2-6 ERA. Of course, most pitchers in Cincinnati better on the road and they yeah. don't have to pitch in the small park. Davies, remember, pitched six innings in that combined no-header in Chavez Ravine. Since then, ERA uh, of 430 here. We're looking at the Reds as a very slight road favorite here. I saw them at 107, the Cubs uh, 103. A total in Wrigley today, nine and a half down from an opener of 10. Now up to 115 at DraftKings, the Reds. Yeah, you know, to me, the Cincinnati team just continues to be a dangerous team. I, you know, it's unfortunate because I don't think they're going to be able to make the playoffs based on the fact that the Padres and the Dodgers or the Giants are going to be that second and third wild card team. 
But this team is one you got to take advantage of with some of these prices we saw yesterday. They dominated against the Cubs here in this matchup today. You talked about, I think this is an opportunity where you look at the Cincinnati Reds in this matchup here. I brought up uh, a couple of times that I thought the Padres are going to go hard after Luis Castillo. A couple people tweeted at me. They said that the Reds aren't selling off anybody. They still have a chance to make the playoffs this year. Do you think they're sellers or buyers right now? We only have two days left. I would have to be sellers from Cincinnati Reds. How, what are they doing? Are they winning the division? I think they're too far out. And then Castellanos, how long is he? Going? He can be out. I think, yeah. I think that's the key factor is the Castellanos injury. I've got a four-unit play in the playbook. We'll talk about it when we come back. If you're looking for a hot tip to bet on, BetRivers Sportsbook has you covered every day. Go to BetRivers app or BetRivers.com and find the game you want to bet on. Tap tips and you'll get instant research for the upcoming matchup. Try it out for baseball, soccer, tennis, and a variety of other sports. And to make your experience even more rewarding, BetRivers offers the most live streams of major sports and only one-time playthrough. BetRivers, your hometown sportsbook. And to make your experience even more rewarding, BetRivers offers the most live streams of major sports, your hometown sportsbook. Offer valid in Colorado, Iowa, Illinois, Indiana, Virginia, Michigan, and Pennsylvania. Available at PlaySugarHouse.com in New Jersey. Must be 21. Gambling problem, Illinois, New Jersey, Pennsylvania. Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Indiana, 1-800-9. With the Colorado, 1-800-522-4700. Michigan, 1-800-270-7117. Virginia, 1-888-532-3500. And Iowa, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Welcome back to the Nuts. I'm Mike Palm. He's Amal Shaw. I want to start with a recap of yesterday, Amal, because this beat you took, and and I took two because I parlayed your two plays. I had to come back and bet the tennis separately. Of the Yankees, over seven and a half with the race. Yeah. We, we, we looked at, you know, both starting pitchers, uh, we, and we didn't understand the low total. I actually betted endgame over three and a half after the fourth inning, uh, which got there. But 25 left on base. I mean, there was first and second, first and third, the majority of innings. It ends up. Uh, four to three. I thought that I thought the Rays were going to tie it in the bottom of the eighth, and I thought the Yanks were going to score in the top of the ninth. It was one of the worst beats of the baseball season, as far as I was concerned. Yeah, the Yankees, eight of their nine hitters outside of Aaron Judge left at least two runners on base. It was unbelievable. I mean, every time, opportunity after opportunity, couldn't get it done. Uh, you come back with a, a strong tennis winner yeah. last night to break your five-game losing streak. Four, but that's okay. I thought you were four going into three yesterday. going into yesterday. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. I, I, so. You know, don't worry. There's enough haterade around this network. It's, I, I really it's always nice. I really, I thought it was four. Well, then why are you five. making a statement if you don't know it? Well, but I, I was assuming. I thought you said you were on a four. Well, you know what they say about streak. assuming. I uh, man, you. <laughs> All right, you're going to come back with tennis, and you're going to come back with Ben Shit as as well. She was your winner last night. Yeah, I like her the way she's playing right now. Now, Alina Rubikina had a great bet. Uh, Mike, she was a great plus bet against Garbina Muguruza, plus 190. Muguruza makes too many mistakes. Thought it was not a good play. Took Rubikina last night. Now i got to split the difference between both of these two that I had. I'm going to take Benchich at plus 145. And then I'm going to go with the favorite, Alina Svitolina, against Marketa Vondrasova. Vondrasova has played well. She's taken out some key players so far. Petra... Uh, Excuse me, uh, Naomi Osaka being the biggest name thus far. But Svitolina is playing outstanding. Had a great match against Georgie. I think she continues to roll. And it's going to be Benchitz and Svitolina, in my opinion, for the gold. Did you have Svitolina as well yesterday? 
I did. You didn't give her out on the show, but I, I knew yeah, you had mentioned you were betting her. Yeah, exactly. No, you know, Jacob put so much pressure to get these plays in. You know, I barely have enough time to get showered and get here on time. I, you uh, know, I, I try to give you the plus price because I, I don't want your uh, fan book face boys over there criticizing me for taking too many uh, favorites. Yeah, I, I hear you. You know, it's, we get we get uh, the Tom Viola rundown at 9-11 here when we're trying to get ready <laughs> yeah. for the show. Uh, so you are taking your two winners from yesterday and playing them back again. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Where in the terms of the world rankings are these four? Uh, Benchich about 12, uh, Svitolina top seven or eight, uh, Vondrasova somewhere in the tw- uh, 20 to 30 range, and Rubikina I think around 20. All right, let's get to the playbook now. I have a four-unit play. I love this play. I actually bet it at 180 on the overnight, 205 this morning when I sent the plays in. I, I saw it some places at 220. I'm fading the Nats today, and I'm taking the Phillies with Zach Wheeler. There's uh, many reasons here. Trey Turner, positive COVID test, got pulled in the second inning last night. There's got to be some factor here that there may be other players test positive. Robles hurt his back in the ninth. I don't think you're going to see him. Brad Hand has pitched three games in a row. I don't think he's going to be available for the Nats today. Suarez did not pitch last night. I can see this going all the way Wheeler to Suarez and close the door. And what's the mental state of the Nats right now? You know Scherzer's been they're, they're, they're talking Scherzer and trading Scherzer. This is now a giveaway season. I think they're they're the odd man out. They they have probably less a chance to compete than the Marlins do in the NL East. I think all the stars align here today. I laid the two dollars. One eighty last night, two oh five this morning. Four unit play here, Amal. I love it. You know I'm a big Zach Wheeler guy. Uh-huh. I, I love this spot here. I think this is a good one. You look at the situation with the Washington Nationals. You mentioned the Trey Turner. Uh I, I think just too much turmoil. And to me, these are the types of games if you fill it off, you have to win. I still think they have an excellent chance here. We saw the Braves put up uh, uh, double digits on the Mets again. You talked about the Braves so inconsistent. Yeah, you know they score thirteen one day, then they come back two zero, and then and then again last night into double digits. So I think the Mets are obviously a vulnerable favorite in the East, and Philadelphia probably in the best situation to capitalize on it. And then I cashed with Urias last night. First five Dodgers end up losing the game two to one to the Giants. These Giants are amazing. I got to back my boy Walker Bueller. I'm going to do it first five again. I think unquestionably he's the best pitcher on the Dodgers. I think you can rely on a consistent effort. That's why I say San Diego acquiring all these pieces when in likelihood they're going to have to go to Chavez Ravine to face Walker Bueller in a wild card game is a daunting task. I laid 140 here tonight against the Giants. If you want to play him for the full game, he's 130, but then you get the chance of that Dodgers bullpen and Kenley Jansen on the back end, and I don't want to deal with that. Yeah, Dodgers missed a great opportunity last night. Runners on second and third, one out, couldn't get it done. Giants respond... uh, was it Will Smith who airmailed that throw? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, this team really missing out on some chances. If you're the Giants, you're like, okay, worst case scenario, we only give up one game in the standings if we lose uh, another game here. So they're in great shape moving forward. We talked about it last week with uh, Josh Towers. Giants still, or they were, plus $3 to win the NL West. Isn't this a, a must bet in this situation? Here? 100%. They, but here's the thing. The Dodgers don't make up any ground when they play them That's head exactly. Head. It, it always seems like the Giants take two out of three or three out of four. Absolutely right. And uh, as I'm sitting here watching this, I'm, I'm getting more and more frustrated because I missed getting the Tigers game in today, oh, Mike. Oh, Lord. It's 9 nothing with the runner on third with one out in the top of the fourth. This is one of your reverse run-wine plays yeah. when a team has lost four or five in a row. Yeah, it was got a little bit busy. and I, I thought this was an 11 o'clock start, not a 10 o'clock start. And unfortunately, probably the easiest baseball game I would have bet all year. We see currently the NL West standings. Giants leading the way at 63-37. and 37. The Dodgers are three games back. Of course, they play in San Francisco tonight. The Padres won last night against the A's. They are five and a half back, but hold a commanding lead uh, in the wild card race. Very good possibility we see all three of these teams in the playoffs with the Dodgers and the Padres 
likely to meet in a wild card game. Yeah, I mean, it's unfortunate. Two teams having terrific seasons that could be potentially eliminated, one of them on the one day, and then the, the other team would face off against the San Francisco Giants. Remember a couple of years ago, Walker Bueller pitched in one of these one games. It wasn't a wild card, but it was the Dodgers-Rockies for who was going to win the West. Uh, Bueller pitched great. They won that game. And then the Rockies had to go to play the wild card game against the Cubs and ended up winning that and keeping in the playoffs. But I can see a similar scenario this year where the Dodgers, you know, if if they get behind a few games and they can't catch the Giants, they're going to have to line up Bueller for the wild card game, I think. Yeah, I would agree with you there. I mean, he's a guy you're going to have to have pitch. He's your best pitcher. I know Urias from a win-loss standpoint. It's been Walker, and you still have Kershaw, although absolutely. he hasn't performed traditionally in the playoffs. But uh, you, you look at uh, Walker Bueller and what he's been able to do, that's a guy you're comfortable taking the ball. We're excited about our next our guest coming up here in a few minutes. Tad Ford. Well, we can talk Good Friday Agreement. No, this is a guy no. that holds he a law degree. We do. I know he does. And this is a guy that holds a law degree from Georgetown. He's a professor. Yeah. He's a lawyer. And he's an MBA draft expert. We couldn't have a more timely guest. Up next on the Nuts, it's Professor Chad Ford. Three six five. We don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get one hundred and fifty dollars in bonus bets when you bet just five dollars. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet three six five. Twenty one plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call one eight hundred Gambler. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
It's time to put on your lucky pair of Crocs and channel your inner fortune teller because your prediction might just make you $10,000 richer. The Crocs Hoops Draft Prediction Challenge is coming, and dare we say free, to play on DraftKings.com. If the odds are in your favor, 10 Gs could be yours. Learn more at DraftKings.com slash Crocs. Welcome back into the Nuts. I'm Mike Palm. He's Amal Shaw. It is our honor and our privilege to welcome into the program for the very first time Professor Chad Ford, of course, at NBA Draft Expert, NBABigBoard.com. Uh, Professor Ford, welcome. Hey, thanks for having me on the show. Thanks for taking the time. I'm sure it's a very busy week for you. I want to start off with Jalen Suggs. Uh, in the prop market, his over-under is listed at 4.5, heavily juiced to the under. Conventional wisdom says he will be picked fourth or higher. Where do you see Suggs going? I think fourth is really reasonable. That's that's probably the highest he goes. I don't think he goes one, two, or three. Uh, the Raptors are seriously considering him at four, but there's two things that I think that could make that bet wrong. One is that they are also considering Scotty Barnes at four. That's very serious for Toronto right now. It is not a done deal that it's Jalen Suggs, and in that case, he falls to five. And the Raptors have been exploring trade scenarios with a number of other teams that are moving up into four, and some of those teams are trying to move up again to get Scotty Barnes at four. And so while I think Suggs is the favorite to go four, I certainly think it is not a slam dunk that he's going to be the fourth pick in this draft. Chad, my question is going to be a little bit easier than discussing the Good Friday agreement or the troubles. And even though I know you're extremely well-versed on it, I want to know, do you believe Scotty Barnes outside of Cade Cunningham could be the most versatile player in this draft? I love his length. In terms of his size, I believe he can't necessarily play a one, but I think he can be a guy that could play two, three, or four for any team. Yeah, I actually think he's. I actually think his best position will be a one, but I also okay. think he could play small ball five for some teams. He can certainly defend one through five. He actually did it in college, so it's not hypothetical. He's got a great feel for the game, great handle. You know, the only reason Scotty Barnes isn't number one on our board is that he doesn't really have a, a provable jump shot yet. It's 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 coming along, but it's not there. And I think after seeing Ben Simmons struggle like he did in Philadelphia, it scared teams off a little bit about him. But I'm also looking at Giannis Antetokounmpo, who was the MVP of the finals. He couldn't shoot the ball either. And, and Barnes is one of those. They're not the same player, but he's one of those freak players that really defies position in the NBA. And he's young, and, and teams are really, really intrigued. And that's why he's getting looks over Suggs. Suggs is going to be great. But Barnes has an upside and a ceiling that Suggs just doesn't have. And, and why Masai Ujiri of the Raptors is wrestling with, you know, do we go with a guy with the biggest upside but maybe more risk? Or do we go with a guy that we know is going to be good in Jalen Suggs? Personally, I, I like them both a lot, but I'm, a, I'm a definitely going to go with Scotty Barnes. Uh, Chad, I agree with you completely. Mike, you know, we talk about Baylor, Kentucky, and Florida State always recruit length. I think Scotty Barnes is the poster child for length and athleticism. Professor Ford, I want to talk about a couple of Big Ten players, uh, Franz Wagner and Aya Desunmo. The over-under for Franz Wagner is 9.5, juice to the under. He'll be drafted ninth or earlier. And for Desunmo, it's 27, 27th position, uh, a little bit that he will go later than that. Yeah, you know, Wagner, I think, goes before 9. I think 9 is his floor at Sacramento, uh, but he's getting serious looks by Golden State at seven, as well as the Magic at eight. And those are two two picks that we're just not exactly sure what direction they're going to go. Obviously, Golden State and a lot of trade talks as well. But 
if I was betting on Wagner, I would bet that he would be off the board by nine. I, it's a pretty small percentage of a chance that he's there at 10. If he is at 10, that's that's where the Memphis Grizzlies sit right now, and they really like him as well. The Sunmo, I I think there's a a chance that he goes uh, maybe to the Clippers at 25 is probably the only spot that I see him before 27. I think that more likely his spot starts at 29 Phoenix, 30 Jazz, or maybe even early into the second round. So I I, I would not put the percentage high that he is uh, still or, or that he's drafted before 27. Uh, Chad, I want to ask you about a player that I really like coming out in this draft. I think he's going to be fantastic in the NBA. And that's James Booknight out of UConn. I, I love his size. I love what he can do, his versatility. Well, how do you see James Booknight, and where do you believe he'll be drafted? I love Booknight, too. He's a really hot name right now. Uh, he's getting a look at Oklahoma, Oklahoma City at six, so be really careful about betting on Oklahoma City right now. They are burning up the phone lines talking to teams right now about trying to move up in the draft. Uh, they've got a ton of assets uh, available, so there's a lot of there's just a lot of variability. One of the things that's going to be really hard about this draft in general is that there's so much trade talk, more than I ever remember in my life. Uh, you know, I'm putting together a mock draft based off of what teams are thinking and who they're working at or whatever. But most of those teams have been pretty honest with me. But we might move, we might move around in this draft, and that's uh, that makes it really hard to pinpoint it. But then Booknight has a really, I think, a pretty small window. It's six it's seven or it's eight to the magic. I really don't see a lot of scenarios where he's out of the top eight at this point. Uh, there were some concerns about his elbow and, and, and doing some of the medical reports there, but it seems like teams have gotten comfortable enough with that, that he's a, that he's probably off the board no later than the magic at eight. We're talking with professor Chad Ford, NBA draft expert. You can find him on Twitter at Chad Ford insider, professor Ford. I'm going to give you a couple names that are uh, plus prices. In other words, you can bet money and get more than your money back to be a top 10 pick. See if you like any of these guys to to kind of make an upset here and go in the top 10. Moses Moody is plus 155. Alperin Sagoon plus 160. Corey Kispert plus 220. Jalen Johnson plus 265. And Kai Jones plus 275. And what's the bet? The bet, will they be in the top 10? They're all an underdog to be in the top 10. Yeah, I think I think that's right. Uh, you said Kispert, Singoon, probably not in the top ten. Kispert, probably not in the top ten. Who are the other guys? Uh, Keon Johnson, Moses Moody, and uh, Kai Jones. Yeah, I would, I would, I would bet all of them not being in the top ten right now. Uh, the you know Kai Jones is probably the closest it, at getting drafted eleven uh, to Charlotte. Moses Moody is getting some looks. Uh, with Orlando at eight and possibly the Grizzlies at ten, uh, but I, I I think he probably goes a little bit later as well. Chad, I want to ask you about Davion Mitchell. His draft selection number right now is sitting at twelve and a half. Would he go thirteen or later or under twelve? Uh, to me, I think Davion Mitchell probably goes a little bit outside of that. Where do you see Davion Mitchell winding up? Yeah, you know, I had him at seven for a while because Steve Kerr, the head coach of the Golden State Warriors, really loves him. He had a great workout. But uh, Kerr's getting a significant pushback from the front office, who I think wants to, want to go, go with someone maybe with a little bit more upside at seven. And so I think they're they're betting, actually, that Mitchell falls to them at 14. I, I think they feel pretty comfortable that the only other stopping spot for Mitchell is Indiana at 13. 
but Indiana seems fairly locked in on Corey Kispert uh, at 13 right now. And so I, I think there's a chance that Mitchell goes 14. And then, you know, this is really wild. There's probably uh, several scenarios where Golden State moves this pick, gets gets out at 14 or something like that, and Mitchell slides even further because he's he's kind of a pick for a team that's really established and wants uh, to win now as, as opposed to a lot of the teams that are trying to get up into the draft that are looking for those more high upside prospects. And so he's a really interesting one for me. He and Keon Johnson on draft night because I think both of them are excellent prospects and both of them haven't really found a home yet that they can feel really comfortable about where they're landing. Professor, the University of Florida point guard, Trey Mann, his draft number is 25 and a half. It's juiced that he will go 26th or later. You can get a plus price 25 or earlier. Where do you see Trey Mann going? Yeah, I see him in the second round now. Uh, Trey Mann, Trey Mann I, I think, got some first-round buzz earlier in the season. I think his lack of athleticism, he measured a little bit small, doesn't have a great wingspan. I think that's all scared teams away. I think he's somewhere in the 30s. Uh, I want to ask you about a player that I think is vastly overrated coming into this draft. Didn't do well at Stanford, and that is Zaire Williams. And I understand the NBA does a lot of drafting based on projections, but there was nothing that I took away from his season at Stanford, including some of the maybe, uh, I don't know if it were personal issues or what uh, what have you, that would lead me to believe a team should take a projection on him instead of in the first round. I would wait for the second round on him. How do you see Zaire Williams? Oh, I think he... I think there's a chance he's going in the lottery. I don't know what the line on Zaire Williams is, and I'd probably be afraid to bet it, but mm-hmm. he's getting looks as high as Orlando at eight. Uh, he's getting a serious look from uh, Memphis at 10. Uh, the Pacers had him in and really liked him at 13. The Warriors really liked him at 14. And then I think you go just a little bit further, and Oklahoma City sits there at 16 and 18. I think Zaire Williams is off the board by 18. Uh, in the in this draft, but he could be the one that shocks everybody. John Hammond of the Magic, uh, who drafted Giannis Antetokounmpo for uh, the, uh, the Milwaukee Bucks a few years ago, he is not afraid to go against sort of conventional wis- wisdom and draft the guy that he likes. Big upside for Zaire. I think he had a really terrible season at Stanford. Watch the high school tape, and then he's been awesome in workouts. I think this might be one of those cases where the situation that he was in is not really indicative of what kind of player he is. And so I think a lot of teams are betting that he's closer to the high school version than he is to the college version that we saw him at for just one year at Stanford. Professor, I think you've given the Nuts loyalists their best bet because Zaire's number is actually 18 and a half, and you get a plus price that he either goes 18 or higher or you know sooner in the draft. So if you're saying 18 is his is his floor. That's a very good bet. Yep. Yeah. I, 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 that, that's all the, the signals that we're getting right now in Zaire. And you know, a, a two weeks ago, I would have never thought that, but he is one of the players. He and Dayron Sharp have been two players that have just worked out so well for teams that I think that they're, that they just skyrocketed in the draft. Professor, we really appreciate you taking the time. Uh, terrific information ahead of the draft. Outstanding. Right, thank, thank you. you. Uh-huh, if you have a chance, pick up Professor's book, Dangerous Love, Transforming Fear and Conflict at Home, at Work, and the World. Well, I'm all, all in on Zach Wheeler tonight for me. Can't wait. I, you know, I'm going to follow you on this one. You know I'm a big Zach Wheeler fan, so I like this opportunity here. Stay tuned to Visa. Up next, Betting Across America.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.